Hey there, this is Dr. Dave with Microdose U, and I've got a lightning round today. I think this is number four, lightning round number four, which means I'm going to be answering a bunch of your questions about microdosing and more in a very quick, fast-paced format so I can get as many questions and answers in as possible in one episode. You're going to love it. So stand by. We'll get right into it. You're listening to Microdose U Radio on the world's famous KMDU FM Salt Lake City. Watch this, watch this. Hey there, welcome you champions. Are you, are you feeling the same thing I am? Are you feeling that somehow this year is starting off really well for a lot of us? I feel, I feel such good energy from you guys, and I just, I just think things are going in the right direction. Now, you might not be there yet. But the fact that you're listening to me and, and, and trying to work your life out and, and live your best life possible through microdosing and more, I feel the energy there and it's working. This, we're going to do this. I think this is going to be your year and I'm super excited with the program that Dr. Denise Moret and I are going to be unveiling. So just stay tuned because this is something that's unlike anything you've ever seen in microdosing. So again, stay tuned. We'll be talking to you about that off and on until it's ready for prime time. So, um, okay, let's get right into today's questions. Got a bunch of really good ones. First one is from Aaron. Aaron says, in one of your Q&A episodes, someone mentioned how microdosing psilocybin helps to calm their eczema. Can you please talk about other ways that psilocybin is helpful besides the common uses for anxiety and depression and, of course, other mental health issues? Aaron, great question there. Yeah, as I, I, I know I've talked to you a lot about a lot of other things. Um, in, in fact, as far as I'm concerned, personally, um, my psoriasis that I've had off and on for decades now is, I would say, completely cleared up. Now, again, it's not solely due to microdosing psilocybin. I'm, I'm not saying that everything, but, but what it does, it, it just, it guides you. It's a teacher. Like I've always told you, it's a teacher. It guides you in the right direction for your overall mental and physical health. So I'm now doing things that I just haven't done before. And, and my depression and anxiety are gone, but not only that, I'm noticing much better things with my physical health as well. So what else is microdosing magic mushrooms good for? Well, there's so many. I'll just give you a few right here because this is a lightning round. Remember, we go quickly, but oh my God, I mean, the things that come to the top of my head right now, um, mindfulness, being being more mindful, understanding life better. I've, I've never had as good of a an understanding, or at least what I think is an understanding about like what just what is everything? What's going on? I'm not claiming to understand everything, but I, I feel like I'm a little bit further along that timeline, understanding what's going on in life and the universe, etc. Um, making decisions, um, um, sports, focus, religion, um, business opportunities, relationships. Do I think almost anyone could benefit from psilocybin, even if you don't have depression or anxiety or a mental health issue? Well, my answer is yes. I think it opens up so many opportunities in your life and you can see things clearer and do things clearer. So yeah, I think uh, I'm going to say again, this is not medical advice. I never give medical advice on this show or otherwise, but do I believe that it can help most people in some way? Yes, I do. Thanks for your question, Aaron. Next question. Hello, Dr. Dave. I'm a big fan and new to microdosing. Today was my first day and I'm lying in bed reflecting. I ground up the mushrooms and added them to my chai tea bags. 
How many times should I steep them? I only did it once, but then I thought, hmm, I wonder if I could get a second cup out of it. Signed, Amanda. Hey, that's a really, really good question, Amanda. So, you know, I did a little bit of research and typically for like regular tea, like like black tea, green tea, oolong tea, whatever, they recommend, um, they, or, they, or they say after six to eight minutes, you're pretty much fully steeped. The tea and all the other chemicals are pretty much fully extracted from the leaves. So like after eight minutes, you're not going to get a whole lot more. Now, mushrooms are different because they're different structure. They've got um, hard cell walls, chitin, and many different things that the extraction process is probably going to be longer. So your question is really good. So if you're steeping it with chai, the chai is going to go ahead and extract. You're going to get the flavor and everything from that sooner than you would the mushrooms. So if you're steeping for, I don't know, just make this up five, six minutes or so, um, I think it would be worth doing another round um, to get another cup out of that and do another five, six minutes or so. And then I think, will you have everything extracted from the mushroom? I'm not sure, but you'll be pretty close. So great question. And yet, um, never throw away mushrooms that you use for tea after only one steeping. I'd say definitely do it again because the worst that can happen is it'll just taste good and, uh, and you won't get any more effect from it. Mike says, is it worth it to try to grow my own? Is it too much of a hassle or is it relatively easy? Oh, and by the way, stop by on your next visit to Southern Utah. Well, Mike, since I live here in Salt Lake, I'm only a few hours from Southern Utah. I will be down to visit you as soon as possible. So I'll let you know about that one. And as far as your question goes, I don't grow uh, for various reasons. So I'm here in Utah, Mike, you're in Utah also. I just think, you know, something it's, for me, it's just, it's safer not to have like a grow room here. So no, I don't grow. Is it easy? I don't know. Some people say yes. Some people say it's a hassle. I don't have the answer. I, I can only tell you from personal experience, I don't do it and I'm totally fine. So that, that may not answer your question exactly, but um, at least you know what I do. Dave says, what's the proper way to store mushrooms if you have the actual mushroom and not the capsule? And how long are they good for in storage? And also Jason, very similar question. What's the exact process for storage? Do you keep the dried mushrooms intact? Do you grind them and then put them in a bottle and then put one of those fresheners in that I mentioned? Or does it need to be kept in a bottle or can? Can it be kept in a plastic container? So basically the questions are, how do you store? And so... You don't have to grind them if you don't want to at first. Um, the, the most important, whether you're storing um, dry, always store them dry though, always dried mushrooms, either ground or not ground. So it, it's real simple, cool, dry, dark place. If you store them in a cool, dry, dark place in preferably something that's airtight, that would be the best. It doesn't ha does not have to be in a jar, it could be in a, in a in a Ziploc that's, um, that's airtight that you've gotten all the air out of, as long as it's in a cool, dark, dry place, like a drawer somewhere where you're not next to a heater vent, you're not next to air conditioning, you're just, it's just room temperature kind of, or a little bit cooler than room temperature. Do not put them in a freezer or a refrigerator. There's too much moisture that can ultimately contaminate. So again, if you just don't, let's not make it too complex, cool, dark, dry, airtight, you will be fine. Rachel asked me, can you give some journal prompts for integration or just some advice on how to journal for healing, for growth besides free writing? Well, Rachel, I'm like a free writer. I like to 
I like just to write what's on my mind. Um, I don't have any real uh, structure to my journaling. However, though, I do believe in writing down goals in my journal. And typically, around this time of the year or earlier, around the you know turn of the turn of the new year, I try to update goals, write goals down in my journal. But if you're looking for something to journal other than free writing, I would recommend here's here's a good exercise for you. Just write down three things that make you really happy could be anything but just write down that's a start write down three things that make you happy and i think once you do that it'll start giving you some ideas and you can certainly write down three things that that aggravate you th three things you want to change in your life three things you want to do next year or it doesn't have to be three i'm just again i'm just making that number up but you ask for some ideas uh, or some structure i don't have a ton of structure with my journaling because again i just write things down as they come to my mind sometimes i refer back to them sometimes i don't quite honestly a journal is a journal and you can you can read it at a later date you don't have to but the act of getting something on paper with a again i recommend a really nice pen i swear to you guys it makes a big difference if you have a if you splurge and get a nice expensive pen especially one that you can really feel you feel in your fingers and it's really doing the work as opposed to one of those you know disposable plastic pens that you get when you sign a check in a restaurant you know the, there's not there's a place for those pens yeah for signing for signing the bill and adding a gratuity to to a bill in a restaurant there's a place for those however with your journal i don't want to see you using a cheapo pen splurge get something that's really beautiful really nice something that you can be proud of something that if you lose it you're going to be upset look at it like that but again, very powerful. Rachel, I hope I answered your question even just a little bit there. Imran asks, will microdosing make me more gullible or weaker when dealing with an ex who has narcissistic traits? I need to keep my guard up at all times and don't want the microdosing to mellow me out. Also, I'm a co-parent of a disabled child and I don't want to come across soft so it's a really good question um i think it's going to actually make you stronger and you're going to be able to be stronger and kinder so again you don't want to you're not looking for fights you're not looking to be aggressive but you're looking to be able to handle other people including an ex-spouse handle them the right way and a lot of times i found the right way is being quiet is more powerful than saying something Keep that in mind. It's something that I've learned with my microdosing over time. I used to be one that would give my opinion real quickly and it would be a fairly strong opinion. But after microdosing for some time now, I've realized that keeping quiet and maybe not even giving an opinion, unless you're really asked, is being stronger. So you'll learn a lot, but, but yeah. Imran, I, I, I don't think you'd be worried at all. No, it's not going to make you be weak. It's not going to make you more gullible. It's not going to make it so somebody else can take advantage of you. you know, that's not going to happen. If anything, quite the opposite. Great question there. Thanks for that. Nicole asks, is it really bad to microdose if you're taking an SSRI? Curious about the serotonin syndrome thing. And she also says, I understand you cannot give medical advice. It's just friend talking to friend. Because when I did my when when I did my podcast mainly in video format, I would always say that this is not medical advice. It's just friend talking to friend. And I think Nicole picked up on that. I love it, Nicole. So no, this is not medical advice. So yes, it is definitely okay to microdose if you're on an SSRI. I was. I 
stayed on my SSRI as people should until they feel the microdosing is really working very well. And then it's time to start to wean off very, very slowly from the SSRI. Stopping an SSRI, especially without your doctor's approval or consent is, is it could be dangerous, could be very bad. So I would not, I would not do that. I would, I would stay with it. Remember, serotonin syndrome is not really going to come into play because it's, it's hard for it to come into play anyway, even with a, with a macrodose, but this is a microdose. A microdose is a tiny, tiny dose. We're not going to have to be dealing with serotonin syndrome. We're just not. Again, be careful. Stick with your SSRI. Go ahead and do the microdosing and let me know how it turns out. You're going to be just fine. From Michael here. Hey, Dr. Dave, I have a question about the need or importance of maintaining a consistent dosage while following a four-day on and three-day off protocol. There are days when I prefer to take a sub-perceptual dose, which for me is about 150 to 200 milligrams, and other days when I have less on my schedule, I'd rather take somewhere between 350 to 700 milligrams. Can you give me some guidance here? Sure, Michael. I'd absolutely be happy to. What you said and what you're doing are absolutely fine. I don't generally recommend this for somebody that's brand new to microdosing. It sounds to me like you're not because somebody that's just starting on their journey, you know, we have a, a definite protocol. They start off very, very small and increase um, as they go on with time and, and depending on how they're feeling. But again, somebody that's more, a little bit more experienced and it sounds like you are, if you're, if you're doing, you know, 350 to 700 milligrams, some, some of the days you've got much more experience than just a beginning microdoser. And so these, these days with me also I go by feel a lot of times sometimes I just don't see any need to microdose I just don't feel like it I forget it doesn't matter if, if I forget that means I really don't need it and then some days I'll take you know just a regular typical microdose for which for me is about 200 milligrams and then other days I'll take more but again once you're into it deeper and you gain a lot of experience and you and knowledge you can almost do anything you want to do because again you just let the medicine guide you and it will it will do that it, you'll you'll feel how much you you want in a particular day if anything at all you'll have a good feel for it so great question i hope this helps you michael hey dr dave i really love your show I've been microdosing for six weeks and i feel it's helping my depression yesterday i tried a macrodose one gram of liberty caps I recently tested my dried and ground up mushrooms with a home test kit and my Liberty caps are in the range of one to 1.5% psilocybin. However, yesterday I almost did not feel the one gram macrodose, which I, by the way, carefully measured with my precision digital weight. I'm currently on 10 milligrams of Lexapro, but I was very surprised to the extent that it dampened the effect of my one gram dose. Have you ever heard similar stories with that level of a macrodose? Warm regards, Powell. Hey, Powell, um, again, great question here. Um, there are a few things with this. First of all, yeah, you're um, 1% psilocybin, 1 to 1.5%. That's, that's definitely right up there where it should be. In, in fact, maybe even a little bit stronger. For those of you that are not sure, if you say that you're ingesting one gram of magic mushrooms, that does not mean you're ingesting one gram of psilocybin. Typically, on average, there is about 1% psilocybin in your magic mushrooms. So typically, in ground-up magic mushrooms, they will contain about 10% psilocybin. So if you have one gram of magic mushrooms, 
that's not a gram of psilocybin if you take 10% of this. So, so remember, one gram is 1,000 milligrams, right? So 10% of that would be 100 milligrams. So if you are taking a gram of magic mushrooms, it would be roughly 100 milligrams of psilocybin. Yes, you should have felt something. But one thing I want to make sure you understand, one gram, I would not call that a high dose. It's a macro. It's a low, it's, it's, a, it's a macro because it's more than a micro, but it's not anywhere near like a large heroic dose or anything like that. You'll, you should definitely feel one gram though, for sure. But the fact that you're also on Lexapro or a generic version of Lexapro, that certainly could dampen it. And combining that with everybody's different, I just, I just don't have a definite answer. I, I would certainly say, try, give it, take a few days off or a week off or so, try it again. If you're brave, you might want to try two grams, realizing that one gram did not really do much at all. You, it sounds like you felt a little, little, little bit of it. But again, it, it, it really, things really vary from day to day because you could take two grams tomorrow and go on the trip of your life. So it's hard for me to say. It, it, they are a little bit unpredictable. You, can, you just can't always get the same result because everybody's different and day-to-day -day things will also vary. So my recommendation, either try it again or up your doses a little bit, realizing that it could be stronger, but it may not be. I hope that helps, pal. And it just, it just goes to show, I'm going to share with everybody, it just goes to show that this is not an exact science at all. It's not exact depending on the day, the time, you know, what you've eaten. Um, it's so many different things. Your, your, you know, your biologic makeup, just so many things come into this whole equation. So there's, there's just no way to tell somebody that if you ingest a certain amount, you're definitely going to feel like this. It just, it just doesn't happen all the time. No. This one's from Effie, and Effie says, I love your optimistic podcast, and I wait for them every Wednesday and Friday. Thanks, Effie. Thank you so much for that. In a way, they make me feel like I have companions on this journey, and therefore it feels more real, and I hardly doubt my progression. My question is concerning a physical aspect. Since I've been taking the mushrooms, I have noticed that I have been grinding my teeth a lot. It makes me happy to say that I've noticed very similar improvements in my life with the mushroom supplement. However, I don't want to regret an irreversible physical damage in the future with my teeth and with my grinding. I wonder if you as an experienced dentist and mushroomer have any input on this issue as I'm not ready to give up the benefits of the mushrooms just yet. Well, Effie, first of all, don't, don't give them up. Because if they're working for you, there are many things, even if you feel that you are grinding your teeth, there are many ways to get around that. Of course, grinding is not a good thing um, long-term at all. It can definitely damage you know, teeth, periodontal structures, which you know the structures that are actually holding the teeth in place, bone underneath. There's a, the, grinding is very bad. There's no question about that. However, there are simple short-term fixes, and I don't consider this a long-term fix, but a short-term fix would be having your dentist make you a night guard or some type of a bite guard. But do I think that microdosing magic mushrooms can cause grinding? Um, let, me say, let me say I never thought that, except I will say you're not the first person that I've heard this from. I don't think it's common. And you know, as I said, I've, as I answer many questions this way, we're all human beings. We're all different. So many things affect us in so many different ways. So who am I to say that it's impossible? It can never happen. It's just, that's not, that would not be a correct answer. It would be irresponsible for me to say that. If you're noticing that since you've been microdosing magic mushrooms, you are grinding your teeth, I think there's some truth to that. 
So let's work on that. I think maybe as you continue it, let's hopefully it gets better and it does, it does, the grinding does not continue. But in the short term, I would check with my dentist and see if they can make you a uh, some type of a, a night guard um, appliance to wear at night. So just in case you do continue your grinding, at least for a short period of time, it will protect your teeth and gums and everything else associated with those. I hope that helps. Again, not a definite answer. I just, I just don't know the answer. And there's nothing wrong with admitting I don't have all the answers. I've got a lot of them, but I don't have every single answer. So it's better for me to be honest and say, you know, yeah, we're all human. Everybody's different. It's possible this could be happening to you. And I don't know why. Yeah, that's, that's, there's nothing wrong with saying that. I believe in being transparent with you guys. And I don't want to just start making things up. That, that would not be right. Okay, those were some really good questions, guys. I appreciate it. This was officially lightning round number four. I'm going to be posting another pinned post on the Facebook group fairly soon to get your next questions in there for lightning round five when we're ready to do that. So get your questions in early. And keep in mind, I drop a brand new episode every single Wednesday and Friday. If you have not checked out the show notes, make sure you check them out. There are four very important links there, one including my email newsletter, which comes out a few times a month and got some good stuff for you. In between episodes, you don't want to miss it. It's all free, so make sure you sign up for that, as well as the private Facebook group. Go to the link there, click it, click on it. We'll let you in if you use the passphrase that says simply free pass. And there's some other really important links there. Check them out. I just want things to work out for you. I want this to be the best year you've ever experienced in your life. And we're working on that. We're going to make this happen. But again, you got to take some responsibility. You've got to do some of these things. It's not just a magic bullet where you just down a few psilocybin capsules every day and your life is great. No, you've got to do the work along with it. That's what I'm trying to help you with. So stay in touch. I'm Dr. Dave. I love you. I'm so glad you were with me today. I will see you next time.